sky at night I wander Do my tears of morning Sink beneath the sun She's got herself a universe Gone quickly For the call of thunder Threatens everyone And I feel Like I just got home And I feel Song rocks And I feel Like I just got home And I feel Hello, army of cons. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. My name is Emily. My name is Andrea. And that was in the style of Madonna Ray of Light. Quicker than a ray of light. I feel like I'm in the fifth grade and I'm walking through my elementary school just like playing this song back in the corners of my mind. Fucking in your Ready to conquer the world while everybody, you know, calls me a fat bitch (laughs) behind my back. (laughs) Yeah, I used to listen to this song in the car with my mom a lot. Yeah, hell yeah. It's great. Madonna is great mom energy. Yeah, it unifies generations of women. It does. In Madonna's rock hard clit. Speaking of unifying (laughs) women, who is our guest today? Oh my god, one of the greatest women on the goddamn planet. The woman, the myth, the legend. Bianca Brady. Hello. Welcome to the show. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Oh, I'm so glad to have you back. Any day with Bianca and it is a good day for oh, me. Oh, guys. We this- we got such great feedback the last time you were on because you were the, one of the first non-comedian... Dean. Yeah. <laughs> one of the first non-comedian guests that we had and people were very touched by your story. I know. Gosh. Yeah. Can you believe? Yeah. Also... <laughs> Just a simple old gal like me, you know, <laughs> doing day jobs. Well, but you're, you're very funny. Yeah, thanks. I mean, you don't have to be a comedian to be funny. No, you don't. Sometimes it helps a lot. I actually, I always (laughs) say like some of the most funniest people that I know are not comedians, but they're funny in a different way. It's not because they don't do it for affirmation. You're still in it for the joy of the game. Yeah, but you're not in it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm pure. Yeah. Did you ever think about trying some type of comedy? I mean, well, I do like to be funny, like in in a public medium, like podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And I have done my... I mean, you have a podcast that's on the Keith and the Girl Network. I do. And I have... I've had a couple and I have one that I do now about the crossword puzzle. Yes, why right. you How could I forget about out? that? <laughs> but I think um, I've done my fair share of open mics mm-hmm. and I just never could connect with like the scene. Oh, yeah. And That's a, that is a good sign about I, who you are as a person. And I know that to be successful at it, you have to show up and you have to be like, wanting to stay out late at night and like go from bar to bar yeah and i just like can't think of a way i would less like to spend my time yeah you know look at you so i while i would love to do stand-up comedy i would prefer if it happened like at around 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> like all like a, a gentle coffee shop yeah. stand-up comedy. Yeah, but it was still as good and fun sure. as it is. Right. But like, I can't be, 
I can't be in Bushwick at 11 p.m. No, I know. Like, <laughs> it's not even late. <laughs> I thought you were going to say 1 a.m. No, no, no. I can't be in Bushwick at 9 p.m. Oh, yeah. No. no, I feel you, girl. I mean, somebody asked me the other day to do a midnight show. And I was like, well, yes, because I'm not going to say no. But like, this sucks. Yeah. Like, a certain aspect of it does suck that like, you know, that you're going to be on the late train. You're going to be waiting oh, for the G train. It's going to be 4 a.m. For 45 minutes. Yeah. No, you're fucked. You're fucked. Um, yeah, I would rather um, never be funny again. You know, <laughs> like I can't picture that as a lifestyle. Yeah, it is a very tough lifestyle. I actually had a very. I mean, I would rather be like a hot ice skater than probably anything. Do you know what I mean? If I could pick anything, I'd probably want to be like a really hot, really flexible, graceful ice skater. That's so specific. But what if you weren't funny in that job? I don't care. You don't care. I okay. would give it all up to be okay. gorgeous to and be to an dance dancer. on the ice <laughs> and, and to mystify people with my leg lifts. You surprise me all the time. Single, double, triple axel. There she is. To have people just staring in awe while I dance on the ice. As you just sprinkle around in a leotard, just <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah, half the time I don't even like being funny. I mean, I like being funny. Emily's I, like, I'm quitting. I don't I don't like the responsibility that I feel to like lighten the mood all the time. And I don't. Oh, socially. You, socially. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I've never found that the friends in my life who do stand up comedy are any good at that. Being funny, <laughs> yeah, I know it's shocking. They're like um, letting everything die on the vine, yeah, in a, at a party, and then you go up and you're and and they go up on stage and they're like, "I have all these observations about my dumb life." Ha, yeah, ha, ha. please give me a drink ticket. But if you're in. At, I don't know, like yeah, at the like, grocery store earlier, yeah. and somebody asks you to pass grapes, you're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, do you know what it is? I'm I, too scared. <laughs> I was listening to Jared Freed's podcast mm. and he was talking about how like a lot of people assume that a comedian is going to be like the life of the party, which is sometimes true, but more often it's the comedian is a good listener and is, uh, you know, back of the classroom. Yeah, I'm taking it in so I can use it later. Yeah, yeah. they're More they're often, back of the classroom, not fl- front of the classroom class clown type yeah. of people. Yeah, they're not at the party no. because they <laughs> have a show right. in Bushwick. At 9 p.m. I had a crazy comedy night a few nights ago. I did a show in the Lower East Side and it was barked in. So the Lower East Side, is, it was Saturday night Everyone's drunk. Um, and if you're in the Lower East Side, you're not just drunk, you're hammered. Yeah, you're fucking <laughs> shit faced. And they bark them in from the bar into the back room, which is always a risky thing because drunk people think they want to see a comedy show, but they don't. They don't want to see your art. Like, well, they also don't want to sit quietly. They're going to end up yelling ex- oh, at the stage and do. And boy, did they ever. But the host <laughs> was also like, not, and I don't want to blame the host, but he was just. It was a weird vibe and he was trying to double down on the weirdness to make it better. And by the time I got up there, it was a very tense situation. So I'm trying to like do crowd work and like unify everyone in some way. And I failed. (laughs) I failed hard. I failed in a real serious way. And after I got off stage, 14 people walked out of the room. Nice. I walked almost the entire audience. What? What did you say? Nothing. I did my A shit. You were just too high energy for, (sighs) like, 
Yeah. You know what? I was trying so hard. I was doing crowd work. <laughs> I ran into the crowd with the microphone and talked to people. I know exactly what you were doing because I've seen you do it before. You double down. But sometimes, actually Some- often, you can get them back yes. by doing that. And I had them for moments and then I would lose them. Yeah. These hell shows are more difficult than any of the shows a higher level comedian will do. Once you reach a certain level, you're not doing shows like yeah, this. Yeah, you're doing clubs. They're all warmed up. Yeah. They're all drinking. They're all wanting to be there. Yeah. That's the difference. Sure. And then I, you know, it's club shows. Things can go awry, but all the all the controls in the situation are put in place f- mm-hmm. for them not to. So I walked in an entire audience and I was like so embarrassed and I was like apologizing to the host. And they're like, no, it's not your fault. This is like a nut. Like they're my friends. So I felt that's also probably like pretty standard. Sure. Well, yeah, this is a shit show. Niagara bar in the Lower East Side is a shit show. But oh, Niagara. Yeah. God. She's like, say no more. Say no um, more. Niagara. That was the first open mic we ever went to together. Really? Yeah. Do you remember? Oh, I don't know. It was probably so bad, wasn't it? It was like on a Saturday. (laughs) It was probably like six years ago, seven years ago. Well, um, Keith asked me to open for his uh, Keith of Keith and the Girl. Yeah. If people know that show. Sure. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. But I I feel like if you know our show, you probably know their show. (laughs) He asked me to open for him for his annual birthday stand up. Yeah. So I have to do um, some some. I have to have a tight five by April. Oh, baby. Wow. Time for you to come into the basement with us. So, but that's so exciting. Are you excited to do that? Um, the thing yeah. is, that audience knows you. Right. So they're going to be really excited to hear what you have to say. Right. Yeah. I what mean, if Bianca's I- just like straight up deaf jam? That would be the best. Like, oh, oh, my God. Shopping. <laughs> she picks up the mic and she pretends to play it like a bass guitar. Oh, I would die. She is the Ricky Smiley <laughs> of the Brooklyn I mean, alt I comedy know. scene. I don't know what my vibe is going to be, but. Do you want to come to some open mic? I, well, you know what? I we do, can- but I feel like I can't just go to an open mic and make jokes about Keith Malley. Those aren't going to work. It doesn't have to. It be. doesn't have to be about him. Yeah, I know, but I feel like although that's what it's gonna. End well, up. although that's like a pretty good way to go if you're trying to get laughs out of Keith and the exactly. Girl yeah, yeah, that's so, actually very smart. Thank you. Fucking Bianca. beauty and brains. Seriously. <laughs> well, <clears throat> now that we've had this inside comedy, I know, right? Sorry, no, I don't okay. even. No, no, no. Like we start. We started, <laughs> we started it. it. We, we always started start it. it. We always start it. We always um, start it, and then we're like, nobody wants to hear our comedy talk. Yeah, no one gives a fuck about the <laughs> comedy on this comedy podcast. Get a life, Andrea. Well, on that note, actually, um, somebody somebody wrote a review. Ooh, so bless you. I think. Since we, uh, the last show when we, it was just us two and we read a review. And talked about how you have to stop bullying us and in ta- the yeah, section. Yeah, and that's specifically that. <laughs> and ignoring Emily. These glowing reviews came in. Yeah, because let me tell you something. Okay. People look over me like I am not the heartbeat of this show. Wow. Okay. Wow. And that's not to say, Andrea, you're the soul. Okay. You're the soul. But I am the heart. And... You can't just ignore the heart because then you die. Yeah, no, I agree. That's scientifically true. That's a beautiful. It pumps summation. blood throughout yeah. the body. It does of the show. Yeah. Um. All right. This review is from Enunciated Piffle, mm. longtime listener of the show. Yeah. Shout out. And the title is 
Andrea and Emily for the win. Yes. FTW. That's what FTW means, right? Use chat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like the podcast drawing of Andrea and Emily. I like the goofy impromptu singing. Oh, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. The honesty and production are five stars. Both ladies are super witty. Both. And the funny bounces between them. (laughs) Also, Andrea does a mean Louis Armstrong. Thank you. I love it. Give me a kiss. Thank you so much for that review. If you would like your review to be read, first of all, write one. Yes. Second of all, click five stars. And third of all, write something fucking nice. Yeah. Write something whack. Write something nice. Write something fucking fun. Yeah. Eye-catching. Throw in a ref. Our podcast, uh, Whitey Puzzleman's Crossword Hour, mm-hmm. we have... Um, very few reviews, mm-hmm. but mostly they're five stars because they're written by, you know, personal friends and family. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's a we, good tactic. We yeah. did get uh, one three star review. Motherfucker. From a stranger saying, I just don't get it. Fuck that, off. Oh, no, seriously? <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck all the way off. But my co-host, Olivia, she sent me a screenshot of it and she was like, we got a negative review. I was like, we made it. Fuck yeah. And then she's like, I know, but it actually really hurts my oh, feelings. It hurts so like, deeply. Well, yeah, because somebody is taking like the art that you do and that you, like the thing that you put so much time in to try to make it a good show and to just be like, uh, it's not what I what pre- would prefer. But it's hilarious to be like, I listened to like three and a half hours of this and took the time to write a little paragraph about it. Yeah. But I don't care about it. It's a mindset that I'll never really. It's like, to. I wish you just hated it. Yeah. And turned it off and never listened to it again. Or wrote like a one star review and was like, worst show I ever heard. Fuck yeah. this show. Well, but instead they're like, meh, I don't know. I don't know. You just don't. Yeah, have it's a almost kid. worse. Like, what? Yeah, it's almost worse because they don't, don't care. Yeah. They don't care. Yeah, like love and hate are two sides of the same coin because it means that you care exactly. and you're so passionate. Sure, as about someone who thing. receives hate more regularly, I'm going to say it doesn't feel great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. Feel great. I know. But if somebody, you have to. This is something that I had to love me or hate me. It's still an obsession. <laughs> love me or hate me. That is the question. <laughs> if you love me, then. Um, couldn't be summed up better. Yeah, it couldn't be summed up better. Who the fuck was that? Lady Sovereign. Lady Sovereign. I'm a Lady Sovereign. (laughs) What a trashy bitch. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, she was there to remind us all that Brits are trashy too. Oh, they are so trashy. Love it. Everyone watch Love Island (laughs) if you want some more insight into that. (laughs) It's a great show. And speaking of trash... We received an email um, from someone who has the word sassy and love in her email address. So I already was excited (laughs) when I saw it come down the pipeline. Sassy lover 69. I mean, very close. Um, You know, we get we get emails from listeners um, and I enjoy them every time. There's different flavors. Sometimes it's a very thoughtful, you know, well-worded email a la last week's episode. And then sometimes it's this. Um, and this is well, this is thoughtful and, uh, and, and, and well-written, but I, okay. So we call ourselves the army of cunts and we put out a certain brand into the world, right? And I'm all about fucking, I'm a bad bitch. I'm here for it. Parentheses, fuck all men. Right. I think that's what people are picking up on. Which is absolutely what we're laying down. <laughs> now, sometimes something will make me blush in a way that I didn't know 
things could you know what i mean like, like you didn't know you still had that in you yeah i'm like whoa i'm like on the train reading it like i can't clutching your it. pearls yeah it takes a lot to get me to cr- clutch my pearls but clutching it's your, yeah. i was just gonna say clutch clutching your pearl necklace <laughs> smearing cum all over my chest on the oh train. my god i'm getting my oh, cum everywhere how on my fingers how devilishly crass <laughs> Subject line, period blood. Okay. Already, you have my attention. Hey, right, let's go. It's let's the go. Are you ready? Uh, I just heard your episode about weaponizing period blood, and I needed to share all caps on the needed. I don't remember talking about weaponizing period blood. I was just going to say, like, no recollection. But I, <laughs> certainly something I said with 100% certainty. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. Yeah. I don't know why someone would make that up. I was once sleeping in a guy's house who I used to date, but we were on a, quote, break, end quote, at the time. We had just got done having sex and he went to take a shower. He left his phone in the room and I snooped through to find him talking to some bitch. I snapped. Yes. Already. It's his mom. I think the kids say, go off, queen. Yes. I love talking to some bitch. It's just so perfect. I know, but like, I'm just imagining it's like the cashier at a bodega. <laughs> Are you talking to some bitch? She's t- he's talking to the punch lady. Yeah. At the holiday party. <laughs> Keep in mind, this was like 10 years ago, and I've overcome most of my crazy since. Okay. Not debatable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm. hey. Unclear. I don't know your journey. Uh, <laughs> prove it. <laughs> She's not going to prove it in this next. Okay, I took a key. and So this definitely dates it. I took a key and scratched up every single CD and DVD in his room. Boom. Oh, my God. The Blu-rays are going out, baby. Was this the year 2000? Gotta have been. Put them all. What ne- did you just say? It's gotta have been the year. Oh, it's gotta have been. Yeah, yeah. Put them, DVDs, put them all neatly in their cases. Then I took scissors and cut the cord to all the electronics and lamps. (laughs) Time out. (laughs) I love time out. I take it all back. Putting it, put put it, sorry, putting it neatly back into the case is such a pro move that's like when i ate all the cream out of my roommate's oreos and then put them back <laughs> yeah. together and put them back in it's the package great. it's a double fuck you it's it's yeah. like i didn't do what because you get to enjoy it in the moment you also get to think about it like there's gonna be a time where she takes out the oreo well, well they're gonna they're gonna open it and then be like who did this and who put it back in the case uh-huh. it like adds a layer of disgust yeah mm-hmm. it's but maniacal. logistically so he gets in the shower yeah she reads the conversation some bitch she scratches all the cds yes and cuts all the cords while he's still in the shower you're spending too much time yeah. in the shower bud yeah <laughs> this is and we're not even she works fast close to the finish. yeah she's done this before she's like i got my dvd scratching keys ready bitch this is like so one of the phenomena of like women freaking out on men is like scra- is like slashing their tires or like throwing their shit out the window. All breaking this stuff. dishes. I've never done any of it, and a little part of me. I should have though. Yeah, I know. I regret it because I'm like, there are so many people who deserve this so hard. I should have fucking scratched a few copies of Avatar. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Why didn't I? Everyone has at least one. Yeah. I also had my period at the time, so I decided to smear it on his pillowcases, his bed sheets, mattress, and of course, the walls. Of course. 
the final the final aria in this symphony was the period blood on the wall now i'm like did you take out a tampon and like paint a mural oh yeah are you using your hands are you using a paintbrush some bitch question mark did she empty out her diva cup and then and then use sponges to sponge paint on the walls or is she just dragging your pussy along (laughs) surfaces is she repelling from the top of the room (laughs) using the cords that she could cut using her own fallopian tubes wouldn't you be nervous i mean i guess no i mean i I think at this point (laughs) it doesn't matter she's so high off her own supply (laughs) right but this is during a break that they were on yeah that's true and he's talk and he's just talking to some bitch like i don't even know what he's doing wrong at this point yeah he can talk to some bitch technically they were on a break um somehow i feel this relationship was not the communication <laughs> yeah, was well, not. I, I generally think anyone who takes a quote break doesn't have the best communication no period no it's because not. like what are you what are you doing <laughs> what? none of it looks great yeah it's not looking great i um, doubt they discussed the terms of the break Okay, so smear campaign. Uh, smear, yeah, truly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it looked like a murder scene. When I finished, I took his car keys with me as I was leaving, knowing he had work in the next hour, threw them out the window of my car on the highway and blocked his number. <laughs> I could only imagine the look on his face. This is so fucking calculated. It's it's the or it's like the it's this DVDs for later. It's the period blood. It's he can't get to work. Crazy. One of my proudest moments. Enjoy. Love you guys. <laughs> yes, queen. There's a hero. <laughs> I want to weaponize this woman. You know what I mean? Like I want her to do the things that I don't have the balls to do. I, but I need that wasn't enough. What? Did she see him again? Never again. She said, I threw them out the window of my car on the highway. She was listening to Madonna. Zephyr in the (laughs) sky at night. And then just blocked his number. And they're married now. Legend. (laughs) They came back. (laughs) I mean, that's so beyond. You could get in trouble for that. This is like illegal shit. But... Uh, I, I'm just, I'm not on board. Unless you don't do it. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I don't condone this behavior. I do. Does it amuse, yes. <laughs> Does it amuse me? Absolutely. I mean, it seems like she's gotten her shit together since then. I think I would have different opinions if she had concrete evidence that he cheated on her. Well, he was talking to some bitch, Emily. What, are you <laughs> right. what is he? Well, yeah, it depends on your definition of cheating. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like if or even if maybe she was sending him like nudes. Yeah. If, ah. if, if they're sending nudes back and forth, I I have a different opinion because I could go from zero to smearing blood on the wall real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, in theory, not sure. in actuality, because I'm not going to leave behind DNA evidence. Yeah. Um, There's a lot right. of DNA and period blood. So right? Yeah. Yeah. That's like the biggest reason why you shouldn't do that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I had a guy not call me the day of my abortion with him, and I still didn't do anything physical to him. But it's like, I think if you're a physical person, if you're like kind of an aggressive physical person in your life, this is how it's going to carry out. Sorry. I just think life's too short to not um, overreact sometimes. (laughs) I agree. You know, I mean, you've had some. What are you going to do? 
you've had some fucked up breakups. How, what, oh, but gosh, you yeah. like compartmentalize and move on. Uh, yeah, I would say so. I don't know. Well, I do a lot of private mourning. <laughs> sure. A lot of wailing to Madonna in your yeah. household. Well, you are I'm like looking well, at the moon and singing you too. Sure. It's not, it's not great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's hard to, uh, to break someone's dishes in an act of revenge if they just moved out without telling you. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't well, really hit the same that way. That guy who moved out without telling me, um, I did put all this stuff outside, but only because I like he didn't, in a come box. He didn't pick it up. <laughs> and then just put one used tampon in the middle of it. Yeah. It's like you're gonna have to work around. Yeah. That. So that was that was satisfying, um, for sure. Yeah. To just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. I did um move a couch once it that during on that your own era yeah wow. so he was supposed to come pick up his stuff but he kept delaying it and then he ended up never showing up and i had to clear out that room because somebody was moving in yeah so this like full-size crate and barrel red couch <laughs> i just like was in a rage blackout and i it's pushed going out. it through my apartment and down a flight of stairs and wow. then as i'm like shoving it downstairs by myself my friend opens the door to my building she's like hey did you need some help with that i was like i think i could get it if we just it's fine it's fine it's fine everything's fine i don't know how i i don't know yeah it's one of those things that i don't quite remember yeah sometimes the rage is so pure i haven't no one's maybe that angry in a long time yeah. Although I'm going to start dating soon, so I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, like, not It's only so a matter soon, of time. Don't worry. I'm going to be scratching people's CDs <laughs> there metaphorically was one very time soon. Where I saw something that I didn't want to see on the street, and I started screaming, like, with regard to an ex. Mm-hmm. I saw him with another woman. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Oh, right near my house. Oh, fun. On, on the Are street. they doing a walking tour? They were like laughing. On oh, arm. no. And they were. That's always like. With some bitch. They with were some... looking into the window of the sex toy store and laughing. No, it's oh, like my God. Comedic. I thought you were going to say the jeweler. That's worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is worse. Like two weeks after we broke up. Anyway. Yeah, so you so know something I, was brewing. That's I, always your fear that mm-hmm. that's going to happen. So but it, I, I, like ran, I ran up the my street and I started screaming, he's trying to kill me. He's trying to kill me <laughs> at the top of my lungs. Well, I called my mom and screamed, he's trying to kill me. And a guy came, got out of his car and was like, who's trying to kill me? Whoa. <laughs> I wish I saw this. I was like, he's not really trying to kill you. Just hurt my feelings a lot. <laughs> This is incredible. That is such an interesting word choice to I mean, be shouting in public. Yeah. He was killing your soul. He, yeah. I think he was trying to kill me. Well, yeah. he was walking thing. right by your apartment. Yeah. Yeah. To me, that feels, to me, I avoid my ex's whole block if I'm in the neighborhood with a new person. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, wow. We need to send this girl over. And it was two weeks after? Yeah. You think he was seeing her before you broke up? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is that they were having a beautiful day, laughing, just jocularly looking into the window of the sex toy store. Yeah, that's like when that one (laughs) ex of mine who I booked on a show before we broke up and then he came afterwards with the new girl that he was fucking who was wearing a trench coat yeah I saw her recently in the subway so it's like you know when you it's you see an ex with someone in the same manner of like 
oh my god it's two minutes after we broke up yeah that person's like burned into your psyche like i don't know this woman but i saw her at the on the subway and i was just like (gasps) yeah and she i like looked she looked at me kind of weirdly and i'm like you represent (laughs) such pain yeah but we don't know each other yeah it's like in a Lannis Morissette song comes to life yes you're like (laughs) he's trying to kill me another version of me (laughs) oh my god glasses and brown hair that's all I remember yeah trench coat and fucking weird vibes it's fine she was wearing a long coat no like the trench coat I I will never forget that detail. Yeah. It, it just makes it so wrong. It was wrong. I mean, it was wrong that he brought her in the first bring place. fucking Carmen San Diego to my goddamn <laughs> show. <laughs> it was, and I have to be like, hi, I'm Andrea. Nice to meet you. I'm having a fucking break from reality right now. I have no idea who you are, even though I've stalked you on Instagram and know exactly who the fuck you are. I know your Some handle because it's burned into my fucking brain. You know when you stalk Marcia. and... <laughs> Her name was Marsha. She wore a trench coat. I'm a fucking... Her name was Marsha. I'm a meat She wore a trench coat. <laughs> I'm a goddamn force of nature. You're fucking a Marsha. Respect my legacy. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, I mean, your name is Andrea Maureen, so... How dare you? <laughs> I just think it would have been cool if I was to the guy who jumped out of his car to help me. If I was like, yeah, he's trying to kill me. Yeah. Go get him. Yeah. That would have been oh, great. Oh, yeah. Cool. Better or worse than period blood on the walls. Period blood on the walls is so fucking tribal. I love it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything that's quite like that. This, I love getting, you know, I like that my life has led to me receiving emails like this. I feel like <laughs> right. I'm doing the right thing. Right. I like that it's her proudest moment. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the day my son graduated mm-hmm. and the day I fucking ruined this man's life. She has like an in memoriam in her <laughs> apartment. <laughs> Just a handprint <laughs> with period blood. You tiger a- warrior bitch. <laughs> you know what? Hell yeah. I would hire this woman and then pretend. Andrew, please don't hire pretend her. Pretend I never knew her. Wait, no. Officer. <laughs> I'm deleting the email. <laughs> well, I mean, life I don't is- want you hiring an intern with the with the email sassy love 69. <laughs> I do. It's not even it's not at Hotmail, but it should be at Hotmail. You know what I mean? At Angel Fire. Yeah. <laughs> Dot gov. Um, well, speaking of shit storms, Bianca, you oh have returned to the Hot Mess yes. Comedy Hour. And uh, I feel like you're you're kind of similar to Hemda. Yeah, when you get that text, you yeah. know it's bad. You know, you know times is is rough. I love having this reputation. I know it's great. Like, hey, how do you think your life's going? So, well, you are also, and me and Emily were talking about it on the phone yesterday. You're one of these good people that bad things happen to, which is a terrifying phenomenon in yeah. our world. We have a few of them. In our life, and Hamda is like the most obvious example of someone who is like, at least from my perspective, she's so unwaveringly positive. Like yeah. whenever I talk to you, you just have a very positive outlook. Yeah. And I and I don't, it, please don't take this the wrong way, but if some things that have happened to you <laughs> happened to me, I would fucking be in my apartment curled up on the floor. I'd be period blooding all over the public transportation. <laughs> yeah, uh, we have another friend, Aldo, who's who yes, had a patch of luck. Re- like, he's in the clear now for quite a while, but he lost his job and was looking forever and like... Applied to literally like 250 yes, jobs. Mom, dad, like, it, and I know life is 
Brutal. A fucking brutal shitstorm for but sure. But it does always seem to have a correlation between this type of person who you think should deserve for nothing but constant things. good things yeah. to happen to them. And like, for some reason, when it rains, it pours. It pours period blood from the skies. All over the walls. <laughs> Everywhere. DVDs yeah. are being scratched in your yeah. life pretty hard right now. Yeah. Uh, so. Bur- yeah, they're burying the lead, folks. <laughs> I got diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. Yes, pow, queen. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> I, I mean, last time you were here, it was like my apartment burned down. I saw an old man's burned body yeah. pulled out. Of it. I was like, that's got to be it, right? No. Bianca's my Turns first. Turns out it was an omen. <laughs> yeah. Bianca's. You, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Bianca's my first f- adult friend who's got diagnosed with cancer. Me too. And I remember getting the text and just being like, oh, uh, uh. Yeah, I texted you from the hospital. Yeah. And I forget what I said. Like, lol, hey guys. Um, <laughs> From bad to worse. So, <laughs> so you texted from the hospital. Yeah, not so, gonna make it on Monday. Sorry. <laughs> Can you walk us through that diagnosis? Like, yeah. what was happening to you before you went in? So basically, I was just feeling kind of gross mm. and like bloated every yeah. day, like really badly bloated after every meal mm-hmm. for like two weeks. I would say. Okay. Um. And I was like, do I have diabetes? Like, what's going on? And my mom was like, well, you don't have diabetes. Just make an appointment for a physical. If you don't feel good, you know, we'll talk to the dietitian. We'll do like FODMAP, you know, we'll Ooh, do like. FODMAP. Yeah, like something to do with the gut. Yeah, yeah, we'll do like, you know, probiotics. We'll get it. We'll get it yeah. sorted out. I was like, okay, cool. So I went to the. um I just made an appointment for a physical with a random doctor whose like face seemed nice on the internet. Sure. Five star reviews. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She I was like, oh, she looks nice. Uh-huh. And um went before work on a Thursday, talked to her. She was like, Why are you here? I was like, Well, it's just a physical. She was like, Nobody comes just for a physical. <laughs> no adult comes She's just like, yeah. for a physical. I was like, Well, the I US this- healthcare system is in ruins. Yeah. You're only here because you <laughs> yeah. really fucking need it. I was like, oh, I'm just having this bloating, like really high up on my abdomen. Like my, I was really distended, like one of those, like, like by children. Yeah, 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 sure. I like it was noticeable. Wow. And it was like embarrassing. That's also scary because you're like, my body's never been that yeah, shape like, before. I'm gaining weight just in like one quadrant. How strange. <laughs> kind of fun. So. Um, we did, she did a couple tests and she took blood, whatever, sis, boom, but I went to work. Mm-hmm. The next day I went to work and then I got a call from an unknown number in the afternoon and I didn't answer it because it was an unknown number yeah. <laughs> and it called like two more times, finally answered it. And it was that doctor's office being like, the doctor needs to talk to you. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. And I was like, okay. Oh, God. And then she was like, your blood test came back. Your white blood cell count is really high. I don't want to scare you. You're okay, but you do need to go to the emergency room right now. (laughs) And I was like, okay. Does um, your heart, like, stop? No, I just kind of went... Into like, 
I'm pretty good in a crisis. I have no, a lot of experience. <laughs> so I just kind of like shut down yeah. um, the emotional side sure. of my brain, I think. And yeah, I was like, like, and now okay. I will go and do right. this. Yeah. So I was like, okay, um, is it the type of thing where I could take the train there? Or sh- do you think I should take a cab? <laughs> I'm saying that to the <laughs> Please give me an excuse to take a car. <laughs> is it a pool or are we going straight regular? <laughs> yeah. She's like... You can take the train if you want. Just go now. And I was like, okay. And she's like, I told the hematologist to expect you. Anyway, so I decide on a car. Why not? I'll spring for it. You deserve it. (laughs) The cab driver, of course, um, is starting to tell me how, you know, doctors can only do so much. Really, it's up to God. shut the fuck up. (laughs) Fuck. It's, it's, yeah. Bianca, your first mistake was saying that I have to go to the hospital that's yeah. my destination yeah. uh-huh. now you have them drop you off around the corner <laughs> like nothing you always here. you always have them drop you off around the corner at the bodega fucking cab drivers and their goddamn opinions yeah. and you're I'm sure you're like freaking the fuck out it's like yeah thank you sure it is up to god now great to know can um, you put in a good word with him yeah thanks for the that feedback really super <laughs> so i i get to the er it turns out i remember that a f- my former boss's wife is a doctor at that hospital oh, in the er thank god so i sent her a text like hey just happened to be on my way mm-hmm. wondering if you're still in the mix she's like i'm here right now oh good so that was good so i got like right in And then I had written down on like a scrap of paper what the doctor told me on the phone, Mm -hmm. like were my numbers. Mm -hmm. And I like gave it to the, my friend who's a doctor. And Mm -hmm. I told her like, I guess my white blood cells are 365. Mm -hmm. And and when I saw her face, that's when I knew that it was really serious. Because she was like, Okay, well, first thing we're going to do is recheck your labs because maybe that's a lab error. Shit. So you're, she's like, I hope it's not this because if it's this, it's fucking then that's crazy. bad. Yeah. Oh, Bianca. Yeah. So I get wheeled on a gurney into like the middle of the ER with people just like. <laughs> it's such chaos. People just like bleeding and dying. People are like. Ugh. And I'm just like you're sort like- of sitting like. In a cute way, like in my outfit on the gurney. Because I just look like Like a lady. Yeah, you're sitting like a lady on the gurney. Uh And like, hello, hello. Yep. No, I think I'm dying. I guess I'm dying. I don't know. I feel just as I did this morning. And then they, they do my labs again. I called some friends. I was like, hey, they're saying I might have leukemia or lymphoma. Do they bring that up right away? Um, the doctor, yeah, yeah the yeah. doctor did. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, so maybe if you're free, you could come <laughs> down. Hey, this is my, I'm using my get out of jail free card yeah. here. <laughs> so my friends came. That's anyway, good. it was pretty like cut and dry, the diagnosis. I mean, they couldn't do a definitive one until they did a bone marrow biopsy a couple days later, which let me tell you. Do not recommend. Do they drill into your bones? Yeah. Right in the middle of the bone. And are you awake for this? Oh, yeah. You're, are they numbing you? They numb you. You're lying on your stomach. <sighs> they numb you with like lidocaine on the area, like right above your butt are cheek. You fuck off. And then <laughs> yeah. they put a big needle 
into the inside of your bone and syringe out the bone marrow. They're like Like plunging your bone. Yeah, and then they take a chunk of the bone and you can hear scraping <laughs> no no it's like a root canal but your bones but it really hurts because you, you no know. shit so anyway do, do you have the possibility of going under for this or they need I you to be like so. yeah but you're like fuck it i'm dumb i don't know i'm I, white knuckling it i think they just they were they were like um you'll have this biopsy da 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 and then um i didn't realize how bad it was gonna be and then by the time i did they were doing it so yeah whatever <laughs> you're in it you're like fuck it is that the, one of the most painful things you felt it's th- it was the most painful thing i've ever felt yeah yeah i mean they're literally cracking your bones yeah. while you're awake do yeah. you get yeah lol the diagnosis the same day basically they were like this is what you have but we have to wait to get the biopsy to for a hundred percent certainty. Okay. But so this was a Friday night that I went to the hospital. So I was in the hospital for like five days. Oh. Um so yeah. so what do you so what did they actually diagnose you with? It's called CML, chronic myelogenous leukemia. Rolls off the tongue. And it is the good kind. Thank nice. you very much. Uh we all love the kind. It's the great kind. It's very treatable. It's a cancer of the white blood cells. They have great. um, So cancer is like attacking your white blood cells. Cancer is when um, cells reproduce at an uncontrolled rate. Okay. So my certain parts of my white blood cells are have a genetic mutation Uh that makes them go. Produce, produce, produce. That's why so, it was high because yeah. there were so, a lot of them. So normal range is like between three and ten thousand, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. mine was three hundred sixty. Holy 000. shit! Fuck. Now getting back to the bloating. Yeah, that was my spleen was enlarged because mm. your spleen filters your blood, mm. and uh-huh. my blood mm. was all fucked up. So my spleen was like, "Hey, your blood's poisoned." <laughs> Hey, I'm we always forget time. about the spleen. Yeah, the spleen is always there. But yeah. we don't we don't notice it unless we have mono or cancer. Yeah. yeah, and the liver too was enlarged. So, and you're someone who's never been a drinker. So, lol, no. lol, you're like, oh, my liver, great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's been a journey. It's been that was October fifth. So once so it's been like three months, I guess. When you get the diagnosis initially, are you freaking out? Are you still like kind of trying to remain calm? I was like- cracking up. I was laughing <laughs> my fucking ass off. Yeah. 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 Truly? Because why? Because it was so comically bad like that that this would happen. Now your body's the burning apartment. <laughs> yeah. Like that this would happen after that series of events or. Well, I think just because like I it's just the absurdity of the, it was the absurdity of the moment. It was like looking like I, all of, I'm at work. I'm mm-hmm. like eating soup mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I have cancer. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah. It was just, and I knew that I, like I felt physically and I still do kind of fine. Mm-hmm. And so I was just trying to go off of how I felt mm-hmm. and like, say you know i'm not i'm not in pain i'm not like dying mm-hmm. this is just happening and i'm gonna wait to see what the doctors say 
because I know deep down in my soul that I'm okay. Like yeah. I feel okay. Yeah. And maybe that's just like wishful thinking at that point. But I was like, I think I'm okay. Like, yeah, I, I think that's the best possible way to approach I it. Yes. And then, yeah. but then, so my two friends were there and the doctors like had to tell them what was going on and they looked so scared and that was I thought very sweet and made me laugh <laughs> I was like you guys are scared I like your angles <laughs> that you view things with and then it was just really <laughs> tough because like every time people would come they yeah. would expect me to be like you know lying sickly yeah. on a the gurney like with my eyes half closed and I was just like it's it's just regular me it's still. me baby I'm Bianca yeah. so I think it took me a good few days to like and then my mom came down obviously and like once everybody left like mm -hmm. my visitors and my friends and it was just me and my mom then I started crying and I was like wait what the fuck is going on yeah you yeah know? what was your mom's reaction well, thrilled. She, <laughs> well, no, but because I'm saying that some I I know exactly how my mom would react. It would be about her. No, no, okay. not at all. But she would. It would be like I would partially not want to tell her because she would freak out so much that it would mm -hmm. make me more freaked out, and mm -hmm. she would want to like do everything she could to nurse me back to health. Meanwhile, there's nothing <laughs> yeah. that she could do to nurse me back right. to health. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I've never had a child. I don't care for children that often. But one of my greatest fears associated with that is having a child and then having them get sick or hurt or like, or, I'm, die. I, or die. Yeah, because it's like, I, I've had to put down a cat and it was like a fucking earth shattering. Right. The thing you created with your body. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, she, she's also really good in a crisis um, and she is that's kind of where I get it from. Sure. So she's, you know, just all business, like, okay, I'll be there in the morning, you know, that kind of thing. Take yeah. you to the appointments. Mm -hmm. And then she she got there. I mean, I I had the doctors in the emergency room. I had her on speakerphone when they yeah. told me what was going on. And she's a nurse, so she kind of knows a lot about insider trading. Nice. Yeah, insider trading. <laughs> but she, I mean, she was, she's, still really angry she's just like really mad that i have to go through this yeah and it's nice to have somebody be really angry on your behalf yeah she's like <laughs> smearing the period blood on the walls yeah. of life right now because yeah. her daughter has to go through this yeah yeah that hospital is painted red now <laughs> yeah she it's scratched all the doctor's fucking. dvds <laughs> yeah it was crazy so I mean, it's been definitely up and down and like they're treating it. But the first thing that they tried had a negative side effect mm. of my platelets being too low. So I had to have some transfusions. And then now oh, I what's, have. What is that like? Well, it's like you sit in a chair and they put an IV in your arm and then they hang a bag of what looks like chicken broth <laughs> no it's oh is clear. it plasma yeah it's putting... platelets oh. yeah so it looks just like chicken stock and then you mm. wait an hour for it to go into you and you're like i think this person was hot based on how i'm feeling with these platelets <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then the nurse is like ha 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 you're so cute and you're like thank you <laughs> i'm funny and cute with cancer <laughs> sunshine lady 
and then you leave and you go to work and then your boss says some stupid shit to you and you have to deal with that you have to live your fucking same adult life yeah and do this shit on top of it it's like taking on another job i would imagine oh my god the job is saving your own life yes exactly (laughs) i mean it's this real time suck how are you able to focus on work and focus on what you need to do i don't know I mean, I, <laughs> I really don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's just like with my apartment being burned down and and having to live couch to couch. It's like yeah. you just fit you figure out what you need to do when you need to do it. And yeah. I think that that's like true for everyone, but nobody not a lot of people don't really have to test themselves yeah. like that. But well, I think you also like yeah. Well, and and not in that way, right? Like. We all have situations that complicate our lives and mm-hmm. then somehow we manage. But right. and in the moment you're able to do it. But but when you're not experiencing that, you're like, how would you even right. possibly balance the right. two? Yeah. I think we have a, a much higher capacity for like pain and tragedy than we even know. Yeah. And it, it does become funny after a while. Like I remember um, when my dad had his transplant and my mom got can- like there was a few. I had a f- little patch a five, six year, whatever, my whole childhood, <laughs> whatever. Um, and it does become, everything becomes funny because yeah. it's so bizarre. It's crazy. Like you're in little characters in the hospital, like amuse you. Like there's the, it's just, it's never ending. So it's kind of like, all right, this fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's like, all right, what's today going to bring? You yeah. Kind of rub your hands together and you're like, let's see what happens. <gasps> all right. I f- do you feel like maybe all the process like once once the dust has cleared I feel like you'll probably need some time to like Well, I I had therapy the other <laughs> the other night. Good. And um she asked me to like name some things that I do in my life that are just for giving me pleasure. Mm. And I said pleasure. um <laughs> I was like uh I could think of one. <laughs> Cheeseburger. is like, I am masturbating furiously. <laughs> no, all I could come up with was cheeseburger. That's it. And she was like, okay, this is a bad sign. Yeah. I ask you to name things that you do that make you happy. And the only thing you could think of is cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. That's not even an action. It's yeah. a thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I cheeseburger pretty regularly. So, <laughs> so she was like, you have to come up with a list of 10 things that you can do, like just in a hedonistic way, because I've just been in emotional survival mode for yeah. so long. I'm like, I don't know what does, like what, what do people do? do? Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, that's tough though, because are there things that you're actively not doing that you do want to be doing? I don't know. Maybe, maybe she, maybe what she's getting at is like, you need to get in touch with that because like, you're too focused on just doing things that you need to, to do. do. Yeah. 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 But it's, that, that is interesting. I think like easily we can neglect ourselves when we're in that survival mode. Yeah. Cause I just didn't want my life and I really haven't had to sacrifice anything mm. really. I mean, I still have a full-time job and do all the podcasting stuff. Yeah. And You're here today with us I'm, in LIC you on know, a Sunday. I just travel on public transportation. I put my pants on one She's leg at a time. just like everybody else. <laughs> but I, you know, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I don't know. It's it's hard to 
to admit, both admit that you need to like give yourself extra attention, but mm-hmm. also be like, I don't want to sacrifice anything that I'm doing or that I'm thinking or that I want. Do you not want to feel like I'm the sick person? Yeah, I yeah. hate that. And yeah. the, and that's that's the other part of it that's been really challenging is like the reactions of people. No, brother in my life and like people who don't know me that well or you know it's just it's like I don't want to I'm I've always naturally been the type of person who wants to put people at ease Mm -hmm. and whatever I'm a pleaser and I'm an adult child of alcoholics and it's like what are you gonna do you know these are the cards I've been dealt sure so I just I hate that scared thing face that people (laughs) get it's so I feel so bad for them. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm you're fine. fine. <laughs> I'm you're fine. I'm fine. And everybody is just a scared narcissist, but it is a little bit <laughs> yeah. like Yeah. Preach, bitch. It's a little bit triggering sometimes to have people who just can't wrap their head around something being sad and bad only. Yeah. Like a guy I work with bought me these like apricot seeds and he said that they're like high in this enzyme that is cancer fighting oh my god what and like just gave them to me (laughs) so he just gave you a bag of seeds yeah like that he'd been carrying around in his pants pockets for fucking two weeks like dude this was in the antioxidant section of the whole foods give me a fucking cheeseburger yeah speaking of cheeseburgers i'm like when did you go to medical school buddy yeah, is- they have these goji berries. Yeah. They're totally going to heal you. And then you have to like be like, oh, thank you. Exactly. And you're like, really like, I don't even want these fucking seeds. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? Who the fuck do you think you are? Mm-hmm. But it's so, I mean, it's well-intentioned. Or my boss being like, wow, your skin looks beautiful. Maybe that's a side effect of the chemo. Oh. And me being like, What? Maybe, ha <laughs> LOLOL, I'm being poisoned by drugs to yeah. save my life. Yeah, but, but also, I'm glowing, bitch. But also I've had beautiful skin before. Yeah, so like yeah. also super not. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure chemo doesn't give you gorgeous, flawless skin. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not <laughs> not a side effect. It rips apart your body, whatever. Yeah, so. um, I mean, on that note though, I do want to say, I don't know if it's appropriate for me to say this sure. on air. I should probably say it off air. Yeah. But when I found out, I never reached out to you, and I feel really bad that I oh never reached gosh, out to you. But don't. I didn't know if it would be appropriate to do that because I, I didn't know if you wanted to hear from people. It's it's very confusing. Yeah, it's very confusing, and I think it's not. There's no like should do. Mm. Yeah, you know, I like I know you, and I know that you like me and that you care for me. Yeah. So I don't think like, oh, she must not be a nice yeah. person. I right. just you know, never, like, I never know if people who are in a crisis want to hear from people or yeah. not hear from people. I think obviously it depends on the person. And I did. I mean, I have a, I had a friend of a friend get diagnosed with um, Hodgkin's lymphoma mm-hmm. and she's doing fine now but I did reach out to her and she appreciated it and then that after I, that happened I thought like 
I should have probably said something no. to Bianca. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Send her some berries in the mail. I'll send you some gojis. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I mean, it's it's really nice to hear from people, but it's not like you're tallying it up. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think the worst thing that you can say if you're reaching out to somebody is, um, hey, what's going on? Oh, right. Yeah. Don't make them explain stuff. Yeah. Just be like, hey, thinking of you, flower emoji. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. You don't don't be like, what did the doctor say? Sure. No. Oh, like, my God. That's so, so inappropriate. So what is it again? Can you explain it to me? Yeah. Um, Were there people who did that? Well, I think people will just want you to know that they're like engaged. Interested. And, like, they, they want like they're like, how can I help? Yeah. And you're like, don't make me think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> also, help. Like, actually help. The, to me, when someone is battling and they don't like you're taking on a second job, mm-hmm. fucking, if you're her friend, go clean her apartment. Like, call yeah, some doctors. Friends. Call some doctors for her. I'm not even kidding you. Like, that is, I think, the nicest thing you can do for someone who has an illness is take something off their plate. Yeah. Because they have to live life. Yeah. You still work in fashion. It's a horrible industry. Well, when you had, uh, <laughs> when you had the scare. Yeah. <laughs> when you had the scare, you, I feel like you discovered how, like, what this roundabout situation that doctors have created. Oh I mean, God. not doctors. It's the medical system. Yeah. But, but like, that you... You people are telling you you might be sick. Yeah, you feel sick. Uh huh. And you have to make all this extra effort to get unsick. Yeah, that you don't have the energy to do. So it's like this cycle so that it's not never on my ends. vision board, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be at sixty fifth at Lex at eight a.m. on Us. a Tuesday fucking morning. But here Me I am. Neither. Yeah, no one does. No that's one does. where. Yeah, that's where I go to yeah. Sloan Kettering. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you have. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you have good insurance and that you have. I know. Like a- and then that's the other piece of it that's like crazy making where you're like, somebody's like, oh, you have health insurance through your work. You're so lucky. Like, yeah, I'm really so lucky You're that so I was blessed. not immediately bankrupted by yeah. my own cancer. Oh. That shouldn't be our fucking, we're in a first Yay world for country. Me. <laughs> yeah. God, you're so spoiled. That's like, Oh yeah, gosh! Now I'm a slave because I, I can never leave this job. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, but it's. I mean, it's all. It is. It. But then there's the other side where you're like, I am lucky, and yeah. it is good. And I often think about like when I was in the hospital, my hospital room roommate was not a native English speaker, mm. and I just can't imagine like. If that was true, sure. and like if you have to navigate all of this, and it's not even your first language, it's yeah. like holy shit! You know there are so many advantages. And well, yeah, because cancer speak is already not my first language, right? You know what right. I mean? Fucking platelets and shit. <laughs> you know, I I'm speak English, and this half a doctor. Now. I'm sure. I'm sure you are. I bet you your file cabinet's fucking well. Yeah, set up. That was me right when I got out of the hospital I was like mom we have to go to Staples so that I can get like file folder I love this coping mechanism organizer where I put all my documents I wish that was my way of coping yeah I mean it's also when you have an uh, I mean you have to stay organized if you're dealing with medical records and shit like that like Hemda when she still makes calls to insurance with her brother like she has her brother on the line because it's so they bamboozle you they're trying to get out of paying for you in every way possible so she's like I have booked five hours this afternoon me and my brother are going to sit on the phone to someone who's like 
no. And they're like, okay, thank you for saying that now. I'm a human being, so you're going to have to give me a different answer. Oh, you're going to transfer me to someone else? Like, you Call have to- the doctor. Yeah. I hate when you're on the phone. This is just a side rant, but I hate when you're on the phone with a, a person from the insurance company and they're like, call the doctor. And then you call the doctor and they're like, call the insurance company. Like, you motherfuckers. You guys just want me to give up. Yeah, they do. Yeah. You just want me to give up. Well, people do give up. Like, I, I come to said like, some people just give up and I had never thought of that because I would never give up. But oh, some people I would. don't have the capacity. I don't. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, all right, I guess it's $200. Oh, in terms of money, yes, I would yeah. give up. But like some people just stop going to treatment or appointments oh. because they're like, I can't handle it. Right. I get that impulse now, though. I'm sure. Because I'm like, Oh God! Do I really have to deal with this today? Sure, you're like yes again. Like, it'll still be there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I still have cancer. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, medical complications, wow! This episode of Hot Mess is sponsored by our friends Pretty Litter. Yes, I love a medical complications from leukemia segue into a cat litter ad. Well, you know, cats can get leukemia too, and they can also get UTIs kidney infections, all things that can be detected in the urine. And when a cat suffers, we all suffer. I agree with that. Truly, yeah. truly. Andrea could speak to that better than I can. Our furry friends. Well, so I had a call with this company to explain the product to me. And the owner was saying that he had a cat who has since passed away. But they get, they can't speak. I mean, they're speaking to me what? in my mind. They can? All the time. You need to call someone. You need to get this cat cat on youtube or and start making money off this cat go to a psych ward because that cat's not actually talking to you valid <laughs> the more likely answer but so if they have a bladder infection or they have some sort of health issue they can't communicate it to you and often when it gets bad from my experience with all the shelter cats they just pee all over your apartment to mm. be like hey emergency I am in pain. Well, it does get your attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing like it's like the period blood on the walls. <laughs> yes. Of cats. Cats don't period. Yeah. So <laughs> they need to spread something else all over your Their place. Their weapon is urine. And so it's like it sucks because once they get to that place, the animal's in so much pain and you don't know. And also the vet bill's going to be way more because uh, yeah. a kidney infection is a way more serious situation. So this litter, um, like, in the the color changes after the cat pees in it and it tells you like the health if there's any health flares like red for this or yellow for this or any like different thing so it allows you to kind of monitor your cat's health and like probably will save you on vet bills if something is going awry it makes your cat comfortable um it, it's also odorless which is as someone who's been a cat lady in a studio with three cats big benefit yeah yeah um we sent it to one of our friends who have we we sent it to our our friends the cat ladies on box street yes um they literally live on box street the most beautiful lesbian oh my God, married the couple two most the beautiful brides i have ever seen yes at the same time uh-huh and um, we're going to get a personal testimonial from them. But I was really happy to be able to send somebody a product that they can actually use. Yeah, they have older cats. Yeah, they have older cats. And um, and they're like experts in this stuff because they've had cats for like over 10 years. Yeah. Um, so I'm happy whenever I get to um, have somebody... A friend test a product that's actually useful. Yeah. I sent it to my mom. So her fucking gorgeous cat can use it. 
Um, yeah, that cat has zero problems. That, that cat, cat is so beautiful. That know, cat, you know, sleeps on a cloud and probably <laughs> probably eats gold. He deserves pretty litter. Yeah, he does. He's a pretty, pretty Your cat angel. deserves pretty litter, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, make the switch to pretty litter today by visiting prettylitter.com and using promo code HMCH for Hot Mess Comedy Hour for 20% off your first order. Wow. That's prettylitter.com. Promo code HMCH for 20% off. You already buy it. Like, it's already in your budget. Yeah, you need this. Yeah, it's very well priced. It's priced, like, along with the market prices. And I will say um, just one slight piece of knowledge that you need is you need, like, a standard litter box for the size of their litter. So if you've got, like, a massive one, let them know when you're ordering because you might want to order a bigger bag. Just FYI. Mm, no, uh, I appreciate. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's coming to your door. Your cat's safe. I mean, if Bianca had pretty litter for cancer. Can you even imagine? We would know. We, she wouldn't be here right now. She would not be here right now. <laughs> um, also, I feel like this would be a fun thing because you get to feel like a scientist. I know, right? You know, you get to test out their pee. They're already peeing in your house. That's right. Now you get to test it. If I if I have my future dates over, I'm going to make them pee. Oh, let's a check the color of the. It's like, a, it's like a mood ring. <laughs> for cat piss. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So uh, visit prettylitter.com. Use promo code H-M-C-H. Yes. Um, so back to our standardized uh, broadcasting. Yes. Back to your non-pretty litter related problem. See me? I pee in a toilet. Yeah. And that's half the problem. Yeah. Yeah. You could have found it out. I got to have a litter box next time. So so was this um gen- like a genetic predisposition? Do they know so answers? They don't. It's like it's kind of like getting struck by lightning because it's like of course a this would happen to you. genetic mutation, but it's not hereditary. Fuck off. So it's just like, hey, that cab driver was right. God's got tricks. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called like the Philadelphia chromosome gene nine and 22. They get crossed over so there's like a little tail of 22 on nine and a little piece of nine on 22 wow a numerologist would have a field day and then fucking white blood cells out the wazoo wow yeah so so now you're in treatment and and you've been trying to get like a good treatment plan going Mm -hmm. um do you know like once um once you get on a med that's not having such severe side effects, how long it'll take before you're in remission? They want it. They want a year okay. uh, from diagnosis. Okay. That's like their goal for a time frame. Um, so yeah, I mean, my counts are better. Like my bl- I get my blood tested like at least once a week. Fun. <laughs> um, sometimes three times a week, and I. You know, the white blood cell count is down in in normal range. Hemoglobin, <laughs> normal range. You oh, guys. that's good. So that's, you went down yeah. from that like 3 billion to... White blood cells, yeah, went way, way down. Okay, that's good. Hemoglobin went up, which okay. is good. Good. In normal range. Fuck platelets yeah. tanking. Very mm. bad. You can't have the low platelets or else you'll bleed out. Oh, so are you on uh, birth control to not get your period? Well, I've been on birth control for so long. Oh my God, so what long. a great question. Science. I've been on birth control for so long that um, 
I just have to stay. Yeah. I just have to keep everything the same. Yeah. So I haven't gotten my period in a long time. Yeah, you can't even smear anything on anyone. No. Yeah, it's that's what medical... do you do when you get angry? Yeah. <laughs> you can only scratch DVDs. That's all you have and in your arsenal. And pee on things. Yeah, that's true. But I am probably going to freeze my eggs. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And if I want to have a baby, I might have to use a gestational carrier, which I'll do is it. a surrogate. Uh, My body's no, great at I'll do babies. it. Oh, right. You know what? I forgot. This is your. <laughs> Don't take this away from me. I've been dying to be a surrogate really? for someone. Yeah, I, it's weird. I did have... you know that it's illegal in New York State to be a surrogate? Mm-hmm. Really? I did not know that. Why? You'd have to move to New Jersey. Okay, hell no. And then I'm out. <laughs> and for, for that, that reason, reason, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Sick Shark Tank ref, bro. Nice. Why, is it, why would it be illegal? There was some weird legal precedent, I guess, in New York. I bet you someone did it to like it a probably, 14-year-old. No, it probably started way. out from some crazy bitch. <laughs> Like demanding somebody else's child or something, yeah, like oh, like so. legal custody over yeah. so, a child that they carried or I something. I think so. So when's the egg freezing is because the cancer treatment is gonna fuck your eggs up a little bit. And yeah, and if I was pregnant and taking this medication, the baby would be come out all fucked up. <laughs> so it's not allowed. It would be a real bad kind of baby, like mutant. (laughs) Wait, that's what, wait, why are we talking about this? Well, because, so her cancer meds are, it's, it's basically like low grade. Oh, it would permanently fuck up your eggs. fuck the baby up, something really bad. Because the baby's like being nurtured by her blood. No, I understand that, but you're not trying to get pregnant. No, but I'm not allowed to. Oh, so that's why you have to stay on the birth control is what you're saying. And, I see. And freeze your eggs. And freeze your eggs. Freeze them now where they're still in good condition. Yeah. Because later they're going to be a real fucking mess. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not like boning right now. No. Certainly not. <laughs> what if you were like, yes. The most sex I've ever having, had in my life. I See, the thing is, that's not... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I would just think I'd be too tired. I agree, but I think also, like, do you does an illness like this that would I would categorize as like you know somewhat life changing? Like you're you're going uh, to be fine. Yeah. Life changing. Uh, yeah, I'm Andrea. gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and put it in the category <laughs> sure. of life changing. It's really weird to know that if you just didn't do anything, you'd know how you would die. Yeah, yeah. that's like a real mind fuck. That's kind of cool, though. That's dark, bro. In like a certainty way. I yeah. like that. They're like, this is what it would be. Wow. My organs would just shut down because <gasps> my blood would just fucking fuck them all up. What wow. would eventually have happened physically if you didn't go to the doctor? Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe my spleen would have exploded. Or yeah, something. something like that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this disease is so heavy metal. Like when you were having the bone marrow biopsy, I was like, you're the toughest bitch <laughs> yeah. in my area code. I think I might be, yeah. honestly. You're made of steel. And people do ask me for advice a lot, uh-huh. and they have, but now it's like even more. I feel like yeah. I'm a little bit like- For life advice? Yeah, a Buddha under a lotus or yeah. something. You're like, like a- Come to me, and I will advise you. Well, it's because you do have a positive outcome. You're a lighthearted, like, I mean, we all have our demons. I'm not there during the, like, crying and smashing couches (laughs) part of your, but but you definitely, like, have a lightness and a a level-headedness to you, which um, 
I don't know that anyone would necessarily expect from someone who's like been put through the ringer. Although I do think being put through the ringer does make you that way. Yeah, I like think it's a it, sick little gift. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I don't know. It's just weird. It reminds me of so the way somebody with more years and more tough experiences. Yeah, would. You, you know what I mean. Like more. Uh, like the way older people don't I'm give a I'm 100 fuck. years yeah. old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But if you told you me date? you were like a Yoda, like, not a Yoda. God, who the fuck am I thinking if of? If you're a baby Yoda. If you're baby Yoda. <laughs> Parker does have some similarities to baby you do Yoda. You have the goofy voice. Thank you. <laughs> you are small. Yeah. I I'm could picture you with I'm a little mug. I'm seeing it for you. I'll take it, honestly. <laughs> Baby Yoda is Bay, <laughs> right? Am I right? You are right. I love the like the youth lingo that we've sprinkled through yeah. this episode. I don't know how to date with with leukemia though. If anybody has any suggestions, you try to fuck the other patients. That's what I'm saying. You guys got nothing to lose, and that okay. that type of fucking is like you're fucking for your life. Raw dog. But also, here's do whatever. Your eggs are fucked. <laughs> The the kind of kids where I have CML is like this average like sixty five year old man. Really, it's old Hot. man cancer. Wow, Hot. you so are. So the whole waiting room is just like me and. <laughs> An old man You're with the their hottest wives. chick in the cancer world. I am. Sugar daddies. I am. I don't know. It's it's gonna be interesting. And so you take this med for the rest of your life, maybe at, at like oh really okay. Some people go off of it, but the type of drug that it is is so new that they don't really know how. It's like less than twenty years old. Oh wow. Okay. So they don't know the long term effects of. Uh, some people stop taking it once they're in remission uh-huh. and it doesn't come back. But those people have only been off of it for like five years because oh. it's so new. Okay. So, that's pretty interesting. That's yeah. that's like nice to know that that's a possibility for you. Yeah. And you just have to keep checking it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, watch it for your spleen. Watch your spleen, babe. Yeah. Watch your <laughs> spleen, people. Instead of watch your back. Watch your sp- It's your spleen you should really be watching. Yeah. In watch your, your front. Life. On the left side. Uh-huh. It's the <laughs> alarm center. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I mean, I, I'm sorry. Thanks. That I gave you cancer <laughs> with my it's thoughts. Your fault. Let's yeah. be honest. You it, probably did. I don't know. I feel like some butterfly effect. Like no. I'm responsible. No, I'm kidding. See? <laughs> look, not. I'm totally kidding. Okay. This is like narcissistic person being like, I did this. <laughs> but uh, but I am. It's You are a great person and it, it sucks that you're going through this, but Thanks. I feel like you are doing... But as with everything else, you're handling it with grace and poise and dignity. You really are. Yeah. I mean, what can I say? Yeah. Fucking still crushing it at life. <laughs> we, um, we have to wrap up the show, but any final thoughts? Where can people follow you and listen to your podcast? Um, yeah, it's called Whitey Puzzleman's Crossword Hour. Yes. We're on sabbatical right now, but we will be back. For Why? obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> um, we're just, you know, taking things one day mm-hmm. at a time. Yeah. I would recommend that everybody go to the doctor if they're feeling a little weird. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, you know, just life check it out. Saving. You're never gonna be like, "Fuck, I'm so upset that I went to the doctor." Just no. make the appointment. Yeah, yeah. Huh. You feel a little weird, just uh, huh. if your spleen's fucking <laughs> jutting out against your tits, get it checked out. And if you're um, a doctor, a single male doctor in New York who's listening, who th- yeah. finds me compelling. 
get into the DMs. Like to help you with your cancer or Just to, to like fuck. navigate, to like fuck and navigate the, you know, insurance system. Yeah. <laughs> fuck your way. I love that idea. Yeah, that's what you need Instead to Instead of Netflix and chill, it's like insurance and chill. <laughs> I love that. It's um, deductibles and fuck. Paperwork and, yeah. and chill. Do you want people to follow you? Yeah, Bianca underscore Brady on Instagram or at Whitey Puzzleman on Instagram and Twitter at Whitey Puzzleman. Yes, at Whitey Blood Cells 69. We, yeah. <laughs> we don't have um, a lot of time to like work on our podcast and mm-hmm. do a lot of promotion. So we're going to need you to just get on board fucking without us engaging you. Guerrilla marketing. <laughs> Help a bitch out, yeah. okay? She's fucking Loki fighting a don't you illness. know I have cancer? Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, yeah. It's a great card to play, though. Yeah, it's time for you to shoehorn this into an entertainer business <laughs> yeah. move, as yeah. all of us fucking disgusting people Listen, do. Listen, somebody, somebody got a special from having yeah. cancer. Oh, my God. Yeah, he didn't die. Tignataro, eat your heart out, baby. Oh, yeah, right? You should be tweeting for Tig. <laughs> uh, you could be tweeting for Tig. Sometimes people tweet for Tig, but I'm like, who are you? Yeah, I know. No, but actually, who are you? Um, if you want more hot mess, follow you us. Do. You yes, do. Want you more. do. Um, thank you. Yeah, why God am I even damn it. Why am I even using a conditional with you that? Fucking idiots. Of course you want more. Grr. If you're not following hot mess yet. What the fuck? What, what is the wrong fuck with you? is wrong with you? Follow Y'all know us. that cancer because you did that. Yeah. I'm telling you this. Because you don't follow okay? us. I, that's how it works. I didn't create the universe. Holy shit, you fucking assholes. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe Do it. it. Follow us at Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram, Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hot Mess Comedy Hour. We have been taking a mini sabbatical because we've been moving between studios. Mm-hmm. Somebody wrote on the Facebook group the other day like did I miss this Friday's live show no we haven't done it for like a month because Ugh. we've been in transition we miss mode. you but we miss you and we should be back next week but we'll give updates on social meds so follow it so oh follow it do God it damn it um and visit our patreon yes patreon.com slash hot mess you're not gonna regret it you're not gonna regret it sick nasty rewards bonus right. shows content access to us I, I I just don't I don't know how what many more times I can say, say? I'll period blood your wall. Also, if you join in the month of January, there's a bonus vlog of us getting crossfaded as hell. Oh, you get to see me when I still had a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, you know, young love. <laughs> you get to see me being happy. Memories. It's, it's a, a comedy, comedy podcast. podcast.